passage today is out of the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, beginning at verse 4. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins and were baptized by him in the river of Jordan. John wore nothing made of wore clothing made of camel's hair. Oh, he wore something. That didn't kind of all the way out from Jerusalem. There's John. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Repent. <laughs> that must be in the second gospel. John. <laughs> anyway, John wore clothing that was made out of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son whom I love. With you I am well Word of God for all people. Thank you. Thank you. So, as a pastor, I get to visit hospitals on a fairly regular basis, and over the past few years, I've noticed that hospitals have changed. And you've worked in this you probably have noticed that as well. One thing, folks don't stay in the hospital for near as long as they used to, do they? And they used to go to the hospital and you know, it's three or five days. Now, I was born on December 22nd, and you know when I got to come home? That's right. December 25th. I, I was literally home on Christmas Day. I was my mom and dad's Christmas present. And they held it against me the rest of my life. <laughs> I always got two birthday, birthday Christmas gifts. <laughs> but it did. It used to that we would stay in the hospital for several days. It wasn't um, as the way it is now. Now how long is it? A day. A day. It's usually a day. It's, it's, and, and that's not all bad, by the way, because it, people heal better at home than they do in the hospital. But but there's a much it's a difference. It's changed a lot. It used to also be uh, at the hospital you could go to the hospital if you wanted to know where somebody was, you went to and you looked at the list that they had out for everybody to look at to go, oh well they're over here. I'll tell you that is no longer the case. So that's changed privacy rules have changed and, and now you you, know, you have to go and you have to have to uh, follow HIPAA regulations and the federal law has changed that. There's another change that you, if you've been in any time in recent history, there's something hanging on the wall when you go in the room. You know what it is? Hanging on the wall. Everybody who comes, everybody who comes in the room, right? At least you hope everybody who comes. Interesting fact that that um, how many? Is that? I think it's how many hundred thousand people. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, two million people a year get infected while they're in the hospital. Two million. Ninety thousand of those people die. And the single greatest and effective way to prevent that? Hand washing. By, by staff, but also by visitors. I don't know if you do that, but if you don't, let me encourage you, when you go, it's a simple little thing, you push the thing and do this, it's, that kind of goes way on itself, you don't really have to wash your hands. Do that, because that will save on um, people getting sick who maybe don't need to get sick. So, 
It's not a complex, you know, oftentimes we think there's this big problem, right? And, 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 and the, that means there must be this super complex, uh, we're trying to figure out how to cure cancer, we're trying to figure out how to cure all these diseases, and there's super complex uh, uh, things that we need to do to, to fix those. This is not super complex. This is one of those things that we have a problem, and we have a very clear solution. We just have to do it. Now we need to clean your hands. It's not profound. It's not even hard. And it's right here in front of us. Now, as a Christian, we believe, and we see it, I'll tell you, and this week and nothing else has shown this, that we live in a world that is infected with sin. That sin is everywhere. This infection that, that we have as, as, as a group. And there's been a lot of theologians that have argued a lot of different things about that. And is it genetic? Because we, we read the Old Testament passed on generation to generation. Is it genetic sin? Is it simply the environment that we're raised in? I don't deserve it either. 
true God. There's only one true God. But I don't deserve it. It's like they don't. So when he says, pray for your enemies, you know, and I can give you that message with all, con- all the conviction in the world about it. I know it's what I'm supposed to do. I don't want to. If you don't tell them again, because the devil is abounding, mm-hmm. spreading everywhere. I mean, just, and it's just everywhere. Because our only hope is our faith. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Mm-hmm. And I still don't want to. Do you ever do things in life that you don't want to? Clear is quick. The answer is yes, we all do. We all do. You know, I love talking about the love of Christ and and the positive stuff that comes with being a Christian. And maybe I I, I, I don't know if I spend enough time on, on the challenges of coming Christian because that's what I'm talking about now. This is one of the great challenges that we have as a Christian is that God didn't, you know, you heard, God, when he said all, you know what he meant? All. That's craziness. Crazy. You think about that? I mean, really. All means all. And I accepted Christ as my Savior and said, I'm going to follow Him. And He tells me that I, I'm supposed to love everybody. And I'm supposed to pray for everybody. And I'm supposed to love my enemy. And I'm supposed to do all of them. And my nature says, No, Mike, you can't do all that. And the enemy gets in there and he says, Yeah, but it's not right, Mike. It's not only that you can do that. Mike, you have to get frustrated with yourself. Oh, gotcha. Okay, you're supposed to love yourself, love your neighbor yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't like what I do. I mean, sometimes my neighbor does things I don't necessarily like. Right. Yeah. And yet, love is not a touchy feely, smushy thing all the time, right? Hey, y'all, some of y'all are parents, I know, right? <laughs> you ever have to tell your kids to keep them from doing something that they really, really, really wanted to do? But if you love them. So you you can see sometimes it means setting one up and setting back. I get them. And I'm still here going. My enemy? Who just killed a hundred and some odd people here and a hundred and some odd people there? And the answer look, the answer is yes. It's not a it's not this soft thing. It's you know, the hard truth about being a Christian is that we sign up. To receive the grace of God. You know what that means? We give it. We receive it and we give it to others. Doesn't mean we're soft, touchy, feely all the time, guys. Even y'all know that. Life is going to be life and we're going to struggle with it. Kind of like I'm struggling this morning. I guarantee you, I didn't write any of this down. <laughs> but, but, Mike, we have a great gift of knowing the end. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. in God's plan. Yeah. 
He works it all out. I, I'm not a, I don't think everything is predetermined. No, no, I don't either. I'm not saying yeah. that. But we have the joy of knowing that yeah. we know how it ends up. Absolutely. And, and when I'm at my best, I have an eye on eternity and my feet in today. Because I know that today is not that important in comparison to eternity. And I get that too. Because that's when I'm right. That's when I'm spiritually my best. When I understand that, that today is going to be filled with the stuff that today is going to be filled with. And yet I have this. I have my eye on the eternity promised to me by God. So wherever I am and whatever's going on is okay because God is with me in it. God is going to see me through it. God is going to walk with me every step of the way, painful steps. God is with me right now. When I'm going, this is not okay. Yeah, well, you're a Christian. <laughs> but, it's, but what? You know, you're watching me rest this morning, you know, with, a, with, with an event in, in your and Africa and, and the world because it's not just there, it's everywhere. And what are we going to do? Because it's here too. It's, it's all over the world. So what do we do? What do we do? If you don't love them, how can they overcome hate? Yeah. How do you overcome hate? Do you overcome hate with more hate? Didn't work with me. Love is how you overcome it. Okay, so how do you love them? Oh, this is this is this is Lord. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for indulging me. Because it's easy to stand up here and give you what you should do. I mean, it really is. I can tell you what it is, but it's really hard, and it's supposed to be. We we serve a Savior who went to the cross and died for us. That wasn't easy. He did nothing wrong. And he went to the cross and died. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is something that I need to take to the cross and let it die. And give it to him. And then I'll take it back. And then I'll have to <laughs> Maybe we can do that together as a people. Maybe that's our solution. Maybe that's the way that we can deal with this best. Is to understand that it's the grace that's been given to us. We have to extend to others. And that life and being a Christian is not going to always be easy. And it's not always going to become the church in here. Nice message. Yeah, good message. But to actually change who we are. Because Randy's right, there's a part of me that I don't like very much. There's a part of me that wants to do the wrong stuff. By the way, there's a part of you that wants to do the same. So we choose which is going to win. 
which is going to win. And in this moment, we have to make that same choice. I have to make that same choice. Who's going to win? Am I going to let Satan and the world win by driving me to a place of hatred? Or am I going to follow who I believe died for me and go to a place of grace? I choose grace right now. And I know me well enough that later on I'll head back the other way and I may need one of you to say each other's prayer. And I hope you have those people in your life who can help you with that same choice. Because it is our nature to battle the flesh versus the spirit. The spirit wants us to do the things of God and the flesh wants us to do things that are not And it is true, and I did grab hold of this, that in times of greatest persecution, the church grows the most. So please, let's do pray together, especially over the course of the next week. Let's put these folks at the foot of the cross, because that is the solution. You got a good clothes, it's not about that. You know, I'm gonna come on up tonight and get you over there. Too. We're gonna sing a song called Nothing But the Blood, which is a better clothes for this sermon than now, because it is the blood of Christ that gives us the freedom to be able to forgive. The blood of Christ that gives us the freedom to keep an eye on eternity and our feet in today. The blood of Christ that can set us free and can set the them free wherever the them are. So that comes from that. Thank you again. I know that this is a good one. Have a Sunday. Just thanks.